The Best Stuff in Life by Emily Sue Allen. We sped from the airport to the beach as soon as we landed in Los Angeles for the long weekend to celebrate two big events, our 14th wedding anniversary and our daughter's 13th birthday. Perhaps unconventional, like the rest of our lives, we zippered these two celebrations together as we've done from the beginning. On our very first wedding anniversary, we dined at an outside table on the Seattle waterfront over a great big baby bump and fresh halibut, nervously anticipating our daughter's arrival and the forthcoming parenting adventure. We didn't know one baby could lead to seven, but because we have always been us with little ones in the mix, it seemed natural to bring our 13-year-old girl and three-month-old little boy along for our weekend away in L.A. The rest of the kids stayed home, split up between two households that have become more like family than friends. They were on a weekend adventure of their own with best buds. As we rolled up to the beach, she squealed with delight in the back seat. Look at the sand. It's so different from the beaches around Seattle. She gushed over the dunes and the expansive horizon and the amazing California sun. Seattle rarely has cloudless days and blissfully warm temperatures, even in the middle of summer. The baby slept in his car seat, having used up all his wakeful energy on the flight, so my husband offered to stay in the air-conditioned car. I don't need to put my feet in the sand, he said. You go play in the surf. I'll just watch, all creeper-like, from the car. You sure? I asked. We can keep the baby covered in his bucket seat and just sit out on the sand if you want, not really thinking about the physical feet required to slog through sand with the awkward carry of a bucket seat and a baby inside. I'm sure. I think he wanted a minute to catch his breath from a long morning of hauling us and all our gear through two airports and across a busy city with notoriously bad traffic. He probably also wanted to have a few minutes to check in on the steady stream of memes that come through his social contacts. Having traveled straight from Seattle, I was in long pants, which I was determined to roll up to my knees so I could walk along the water's edge without getting the ankles soaked. Ten seconds on the hot sand with my bare feet reminded me that yes, the water is farther away than it looks from the parking lot, and also, walking in the sand requires core and pelvic floor strength moms of seven may no longer have. My daughter and I made our way down to the water's edge, and she skipped through the surf with enthusiastic abandon. I stood back a little ways, looking on while she gobbled up every sensory detail of beach going. I found a small purple shovel someone left behind and used it to dig a giant 13 into the flat sand. Elena, come stand over here. I want to take a picture. I had to say it a second time, a little louder, so she could hear me over the incoming waves. She obliged, and I tried to find an angle to capture the scene without her shadow falling right over the numbers. The mid-morning sun was to her back, rising in the sky. She gave me her quirky smile and tipped her head to the side to indicate she was ready to get back to the water. And I had one of those hit-you-like-a-truck moments when I realized, really realized, she wasn't a little kid anymore. Of course, I knew she was 13, but as I tried to connect her age with the girl in front of me, my first baby, wild curls, free spirit, and a ruffle around the bum of her toddler swimsuit, the way she looked last time we visited a California beach together, it didn't quite compute. Just two blinks ago, I was walking her to preschool several days a week, curls bouncing, a Mickey Mouse backpack slung over her shoulders, and little flip-flops with a strap around the back clinging to her feet as she ran with excitement to her next adventure. It's no different today. She brings unmatched enthusiasm to everything she does, undeterred by challenges, unfazed by any pressure to perform. She still runs with flat and heavy feet, pounding her legs into the ground like a wild horse on the move. 
sometimes slipping into a gallop more than a run, even at 13, no matter how silly it looks. Along the edge of the breaking waves, foam and surf splashing up her long teenager legs, she kicked at the water with delight. I sat down in the sand a little up the hill, my flip-flops beside me, and took it in. Tears filled my eyes out of nowhere, and a glance down at her sandals beside mine, the same size, made them spill over with a holy wonder over how babies become grown so very fast. I watched my daughter with the expanse of the ocean beyond her. I treasure this and every other holy moment I've held privately in my heart. I'm the only one who gets to see her world from my unique vantage point, as her mama. No one else carries the memories I have, like the sound of her saying, let's twirl, mama. Even at three, she was nudging me out of my comfort zone. Twirl? Serious girls like me don't twirl. Not until we give birth to sparkly, effervescent little girls who don't take no for an answer, grab our hands, and start the twirl for us both in a patch of green grass near the park playground. I want you to come run in the water with me, mama. The taller version of this girl held her hand out to help me up so she could drag me to the waves. I joined her reluctantly because I didn't really want to get my jeans wet. She playfully kicked the water at me and asked if we could follow the waves out and sprint back up the hill to just barely outrun them as they came back in. I was a little unsure, but I obliged and tried to keep a close eye on the pattern of the waves so I could be sure I was on the winning side of that race. Isn't it so fun? The water is so warm. All was good and well until an extra big wave came in with shrieks and giggles as water splashed up and soaked my pants through well past the knees. So much for staying dry. We laughed and walked along the beach for a little while longer, mother and daughter, lingering in a simple, holy moment of togetherness, helping each other find the best stuff in life. Maybe mamas don't have to be completely responsible and practical at all times. Maybe it is good to twirl. Maybe it is necessary to get soaked. Maybe these are all signs we are living the good life with our eyes wide open, all in for the adventure we're on together. I'm Lindsay Cornette, a member of the Kindred Mom editorial team, and I'm here today with Emily Allen, who just read that essay you just heard. Hi, Emily. Thanks for chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Well, it's fun to be on the opposite side of the interview and ask (laughs) you some questions today. Um, And we'll just dive right in. We're talking about ages and stages over the next few months. So I would love to know in what ways you have grown or changed as your kids have grown. Okay. Well, I would say that before I had children, I was very driven and focused and I was really uptight about a lot of things. (laughs) Like I just, I wanted a tight grip on my destiny and all my plans. And I think that every subsequent child that I've had from one to seven has chilled me out just a little bit more. (laughs) So it has been a journey of just learning how to be flexible and also seeing the beauty in the messy places of life, because I think I was always really working hard to try to cover up my imperfections and try to put the most perfect version of myself or my projects or, you know, anything you can fill in the blank, (laughs) anything uh, there. And 
I remember as a more specific example, when I started out in photography, because some people may not know that I was a professional photographer for about 12 years, doing weddings and families and all that kind of stuff. And I took hundreds of thousands of pictures of my own kids <laughs> at the beginning because I really wanted to practice a lot more than I had an opportunity to with clients. And at that time, like I was learning as I was establishing my career as a photographer and I went through the albums of photos that I had taken and I would always like star the best ones as the ones that I would show and wanted to, I don't know if it wasn't a perfect picture, it didn't get starred. Even if it was a really touching moment, if it had like a little bit of blur in it, or if it was like their eyes were half closed or whatever imperfection it might've been, I was like, that one's out. That one's out. Nope, not that one. <laughs> you know, because it wasn't like the perfectly crisp, sharp, colorful, you know, whatever I happened to be after. And as I've gone through the years and looked back at my pictures of my kids, the ones that mean the most to me are not the perfect ones. And in fact, I have kind of reharvested a whole crop of pictures that I'm like, how could I ever have not put this in the best oh. category because of how many sweet details are captured in their messy grubby faces or they're like they're wearing a t-shirt and a diaper and no pants because I, I felt like before <laughs> showing those kind of pictures were just a way to say see this mom has not really got it together <laughs> you know but yes. now I look at them and I think those were the most precious times and I know that it was tough for me at the beginning but I really love just there's really not any time that I have a baby in a diaper with no pants on right now. So <laughs> like that has changed. Um, partly because we're always on the move and we're not at home quite as much as we used to be, but yeah. So I just feel like it has helped me to see what really is important in life and yeah. has given me a lot of reason to celebrate, to invite joy in when I used to just be all serious all the time. And mm -hmm. I'm still pretty serious <laughs> when I am unchecked by my friends or my children, um, but it's that's how things have changed. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Long-winded answer, as you might expect. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, I was reminded as you were talking of my mom used to have a picture of me in her bedroom that in the picture I'm... I don't know. I'm, I'm probably less than a year old and I have a huge like strand of drool dripping off of my chin in the picture. And I remember my mom yeah. telling me one time how, when she first framed that picture, my dad said to her, like, really, that's the picture like you want to put in a frame. And my mom said, yes, I just love it. It's just her yeah. and all her babiness, you know, drooling. And I had forgotten about that. But as you were talking, I was reminded of that and just those little, those little moments, you know, that capture our kids as they really are. That's really good. Yeah. Well, as we are talking right now, we are kind of in the middle of this crazy pandemic time and we're, a lot of us are stuck at home with mm -hmm. our kids trying to stay healthy and safe. And I'm just wondering what you're doing to relax. Do you have something that you're reading or watching or any practices that you're doing to really help you kind of just chill in the midst of all the crazy? Well, um, I am doing a couple things intentionally every day. One of them is I am walking through my neighborhood 
two, sometimes three times a day. So it's been anywhere from four to maybe seven miles, <laughs> which is a lot. Um, that is not something that has been normal for me in the past. So it feels like a bonus of stay at home orders. Like I am getting fit yeah. and I feel strong and, um, and it is a really nice thing to do. Like I've been able to leave my kids at home because my husband is here working and sometimes he takes a break in the middle of the day and I can go for a two mile walk by myself or just pushing the baby in the stroller. And that has been exceptionally amazing with the flowering trees in Seattle right now because yes. there's so Perfect many blossoms. Oh, it's just gorgeous. So there's that. And I also started something a couple months ago that I have really kept with much more than I usually keep with new things. Um, I love starting things and I don't always stick with them, but this one is sticking for now. And I have a prayer journal that is dedicated to only prayer. So I'm not writing stories in it. I'm not like cataloging my day and what has happened. It really is just when I have a scripture that pops up either in a message that I listen to, or maybe it's just something that I'm thinking about that day. Um, I, I write the scripture in there and do kind of a little word study on some of the words in that scripture. Even if I think I know the definition, I look up definitions of things or references that kind of go along with it and just allow myself to kind of soak that in a little bit. And then I have a bulleted list of just everything that I'm praying for that day. And even though it's a really simple thing, I just feel like it is something that has made me realize how important prayer is to me and how grounding and centering it is. So it's not something that I necessarily am using my prayer journal to then accomplish some big project, which is in the past, my writing has been like, I need to write this so I can do X, Y, Z. And I relate to that. It's just a safe place to put my worries, put my cares and concerns and you know, my desire to help other people who are struggling through lots of things right now. I don't know what things I can specifically do, but I can put it in my prayer journal and I can uh, really ask God to show me what next steps I might be able to practically take in some of those areas. So those are two things. And I don't really watch TV or read books (laughs) that much right now. (laughs) I do have a couple, but it's just, it's definitely not the first thing I go to if I'm trying to relax. So yeah. That makes sense. Well, that sounds like a really lovely practice, like really, really good for a time like now, but even hopefully when that will serve you well, if you take it with you into the the next season too. Well, thanks for chatting with me, Emily. This was really nice and really fun and we'll hopefully do it again soon. All right. Thanks, Lindsay.